Guys, welcome to episode 33 in brackets, Max Verstappen, episode of Motorsport <laughs> Republica. This is the Formula One 2023 review show. Here we go. What a season. Yeah. Domination, obviously. Going through, looking at the results, you just can't fathom what kind of season Red Bull had. And I think it will go down in history and I don't see this ever happening again. The closest it's come is when I was looking at the late 80s of Prost and Senna with McLaren. Yep. And the only team, funny enough, to upset their reign of terror was Ferrari as well. There you go. They were the one team to break it. I think like Japan or something like that. There you go. Um, the fact that Red Bull won 21 of 22 races is just one of the greatest, greatest achievement in Grand Prix history. It's just, yeah, it's insane. And it's so funny because, like, you know, a couple of years ago, it went down to, the, like, the last couple corners. Last, last, the last lap. Yep. Last yeah. lap, last race. And now, like, the advancement of Red Bull and what, obviously what Adrian Newey's done to that car is um Yeah, I mean, you, ever, you think of the ever-growing like, ever amount of races, the pit stops they have to do, the things that can go wrong, qualifying can go wrong. Like, to win that many races of the season is just incredible. Yeah, that's right. And... Like Perez was, you were thinking, going to be there for a lot of the season after the first four rounds. Yeah. Where I think they think one, two, one, two, one, two, the yeah. two Red Bull boys. And then it was just, just a Verstappen show for the rest of it. Let's see, it just showed his class, didn't he? Yeah. Showed why he's the world champ. Ferrari, <coughs> Ferrari showed some signs throughout the year. They did. Pardon yeah. the pun. Yeah. Yeah. They did a little bit. Um, up and down, though. I yeah. mean, they still got a lot of things to iron out, obviously. Uh, they did come unstuck a few times, but yeah. slowly, slowly. I'm really excited for next season. It's going to be, and I think we touched on this with Dandy last last week. Is we've got McLaren up there. Mercedes going to get Mercedes will be up there next year. Well, that's my call. Uh, Ferrari yeah. doing their very best to fuck it up as usual. <laughs> but you're looking for Stappen. He's now third time on the win list for the all time win list. You know, he's uh, I think he's had a 54 wins at 20 what Six. 26 years old. So Hamilton's reign of a hundred and whatever wins he's had doesn't look that out of a ch- it's coming under threat. Yeah, yeah, the keeps going that, as it yeah. is. Which, as two years ago, you would think you know him will ever oh, surpass no it. So it's amazing what a couple of seasons in what can happen in Formula One. Yeah. George Russell at the start of the season, I think it was in Bahrain, predicted that Red Bull would win every race. That nearly happened, obviously in Singapore. Yeah, uh, but it's a cr- astonishing how close that came to happening. That would have been, yeah, I, you can't even really put into words, can you? No. How crazy, like the, the thought of it's just, like I said before, it's just nuts. A thousand laps led this yeah, season. Yeah, so. I did see that the yeah. other day. And I think it's just, you will go on into each race, just who's going to get second. Yeah. That's all it was. You know, we're watching it like it's just who's going to get second. Going back and looking at the races, there was actually some really exciting races. Like I go back and look at Zanvoort when the weather hit at the start of the race. Yeah, true. And... Uh, you know, there was a couple of really close battles, but we look, we're always going to look back on the season and go, you know, it was just a complete up domination. I look back at the 2004 season, same thing, Michael Schumacher in that Ferrari. That was an ultimate domination, dominated every single race, um, but still didn't have the results that Verstappen did. So, yeah. pretty incredible. I'd like to touch on as well Christian Horner. He must now be considered one of the best team principals of all time. Mm, what he's done with Red Bull, Vettel... You know, four championships in a row. You know, crawling back, crawling back for years and years on that Mercedes reign to go and win two, um, three championships in a row. I should yeah. say. So, yeah, I mean, it's. I think that's an incredible feat. You got. You got to put him alongside the Frank Williams of the worlds, the Toto Wolves of the worlds, because 
just a crazy some crazy statistics in there. Yeah, hats off to him for sure to bring the team to do what it's done. And like you said, just to keep pegging away and chipping away, yep. being a thorn in um, Mercedes' side as well. Yeah, yeah. and that battle between him and Toto just throughout the year, throughout the last few years, has been enthralling. And I suppose we'll see that all in Drive to Survive coming up yeah, in a couple good, of months. Yeah, good so. theater for, for sure. I know, right. So we're going to touch on a few things tonight. We're going to talk about um, underrated, not underrated drivers, but drivers that under, uh, overperformed, underperformed that we thought. Hmm. And I think that's going to be a really interesting one. Uh, greatest moments of the year. Greatest race of the year. Uh, what else have we got, Jim? Uh, we got who surprised the most. Yep. Uh, most under pressure for 2024. We'll kind of touch loosely on our yep. early, I guess, predictions of 2024. Yep. Lots can change. Our opinions can just change. Yep. Um, yeah, underachievers, overachievers kind of thing. So I think we should start with, you know, underrated driver of the year. Okay. Um, who who exceeded expectations? So overachiever, overachiever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who exceeded expectations this year for you? For me, um, I've got two down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Fernando Alonso. Yep, coming with on the Aston Martin. Um, I really thought going into this, I don't think a lot of people expected what Aston Martin did, and I guess they're yep. an overachiever as as it is. Um, but at the start of the season, he was like consistent podiums. Um, to be fair, they dropped off at the end of the season, but yep. you know maybe that's a little bit to be expected. Um, but I thought he had a great season for how old he is. He's three hundred years old. He's done <laughs> everything in the sport that you could possibly do. Mm. And the crazy thing is, he's still so hungry for it. Crazy. Where people, um, you know, obviously respect him so much. Um, and he even made a, um, a, I think it was a comment in maybe the Miami Grand Prix earlier in the season where um, they were asking about, uh, uh, what's his teammate? Uh, Stroll. Stroll. Um, and he was like, oh, how's Stroll going? It was like in the middle of the race. I think we made a clip oh, on yeah, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, So the dude's just always there. It's and, funny how long the season is and how far that seems to go when yeah. this happened because we forget that he was, you know, P2 on the grid in Monaco, yeah. nearly, got, had, nearly snatched pole. He was on the podium in Australia. Obviously yeah. had some great races throughout the year that early on in the mm. year and you know we always think about probably the last six or seven races but you're so right he he um outperformed that car yeah for sure and dude's just a doesn't quit he's a demon yeah yeah he's yeah. amazing um and one of the all-time greats obviously and then my other one is a little bit biased here but i still think one of the best rookie seasons of all time i'm sure probably both of you guys might mm. have as well oscar piastri so yeah um it was just interesting to see the the points difference funny enough um in uh between between eighth and ninth you've obviously got like your top eight kind yeah. of cars in there and it's george russell at 175 and then oscar piastri down at 97 it's just that massive difference yeah, in teams yeah and obviously he's just that that rookie but oscar piastri just um just came out almost oh it's kind of not he just built into the season i guess definitely yeah yeah and like it's. I still don't think he's got the recognition that he deserves. Nah. It's just like Hamilton had. Obviously, Hamilton had a better season in his first year at McLaren back in 07 when he nearly won the championship. Can't compare the two, but like he was front page yeah. news. Like the the, and if how good they're talking about Lando and how talented he is, he he outperformed him at the end of the year. I think he outqualified him. It was like eight to seven. Yeah. 
Silverstone was a big change for them when they had all their parts yeah, updates. Yeah. And ever since Silverstone, it was I think he outqualified him for the year. So a crazy achievement. You still saw that experience with Lando in the races with tire. Yeah, tire management. Tire management. management, which is the big thing. You could just see him drop away races, but he'll learn <laughs> from that and he'll he'll come back stronger next year. Do you think this off topic a little bit, but um, do you think the British drivers just get propped up that little bit more because they've got the British teams, yeah, front yeah of media? For sure compared to even you know obviously 100%. Aussies or yeah I mean 8 out of the 10 teams Spanish are all like in based in England yeah that's alright so that's the home of, of Formula 1 yeah and that's going to be always a you know they're always going to have more press mm. what do you think Dan what is it, any underrated what's uh, your underrated yeah, I had Albon as a bit of a a smoky I think in, at times he's shown that he outperformed that Williams and yeah, it's a good put it in some good spots and, and fought really well and had one race where it was an de- absolute defensive sort of masterclass and yep. showed showed uh, his skill. And this might be a little bit controversial, but considering the car that Mercedes had, I had Hamilton as an overachiever. Okay. Because I thought that car was a bit average. Yeah. I think maybe lucky to finish third in the championship with everyone else behind, obviously, Ferrari fluffing strategies and stuff like yeah. that. And Aston Martin not being able to keep the pace for so long, but I, you know, credit where it's due, the guy's a freak. Yeah, you know, he's a yeah. seven-time world champion. He's not a pleb, so Definitely I think not. he, I think he outperformed that car and showed why he's in the debaters as one of the best, if not the best. Yeah, I agree with both those points. I had Albon definitely as a an overachiever in that car. He had an amazing year. Piastri as well, as we touched on. The other one for me really surprised me was Liam Lawson. Yeah. I don't yeah. think we can underestimate the kind of pressure he was under. Yeah. That race in Zanfort, when he went out, I think it was in qualifying, or I think it was even in the race, and he went out on wet tires on like a... Like, you just can't practice for that. Yeah. You can you can sit on a simulator all your life, but you'll never be in that situation. And how how he... Those three races, he scored points in all three were just incredible. Yeah, so, it was keen to see him on the grid. Well, yeah, I mean... I, well, 2025, um, maybe. Yeah. Well, who, yeah, who knows? I mean, the I thought they might squeeze him in the Williams seat, but it looks like that um, your boy Sargent's going to stick around for another yeah, year. Yeah, so. see signs. He did show a couple of little um, sparks uh, throughout the year, Sargent. Mm. But yeah, I mean, he just got absolutely like you know mauled by <laughs> yeah. um, by Albon. So. Tough opposition, but or tough teammate, I should say. hundred percent, definitely. You're, you're so right. You're so right. So, um, just jumping straight onto disappointments of the year. My number one, Yuki Sonoda. Yeah, uh, I just he just hasn't shown me that spark yet, and I'm I just don't know where it's going to come from. I've been watching some videos throughout the week, preparing for the pod, and like some people, I think Ted Kravitz came out and said, "Oh, he overachieved in that car." No, he didn't. He got, how many points did he get? Oh, it was Liam, like seventeen points or something. Like Liam seventeen Law- points he got. Liam Lawson came into the car and outperformed him in those three races. Yeah. It was just it's just crazy. I just, I just don't know. I mean, there's, don't know what we're going to see next year. And if he doesn't perform next year, I just don't see how they can keep keep he's him going. Seems like a protected species sometimes, Yuki Sonoda, because that's right. He's, Ricardo's yeah. already um, came in like last third of the season, yeah. and he got six points, yeah. and he was injured. Yeah, you know, that's a, it's. Um, I had Yuki Sonoda down as well as as my um, yep. biggest disappointment. Yeah. Just as yeah, I, just I think we're the only one who talks about this. <laughs> I don't get it. I do not get it. <laughs> just they're not sponsored just, by either Mitsu Honda or something. Well, there like that, are, are they? It, it is Honda, <laughs> Honda yeah, engine. True. That's yeah, that's yeah. where it, it probably comes from. <laughs> like 
But anyway, we'll see the big we'll see a big American in twenty twenty six when Ford come and power those cars. So we'll <laughs> yeah. see what happens. Yeah. What was the disappointment for you? For you, Dan? Um, I actually had Ocon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you know he was been with the team for a little while now, and to get outperformed, well, not all, consistently, but Pierre Gasly did finish above him. Yeah. In the in the championship, I think yeah, equal on podiums. I think Gasly might have had a sprint podium as well, where Ocon didn't. Yeah. I think he probably drove a lot better and got forced out a couple of times. I think they hit each other again a few yeah. times this year. Mm. Plus some, you know, how F1 is bullshit team orders here and there. So mm. I think he got stagged a little bit there. But I think Ocon, given that he's been with the team, should have performed a lot better, mm. especially for Gasly's first year in the car. It's a really interesting dynamic, that team being all French. Like French, yeah. two French drivers, French management, French team owned by a French auto um, manufacturer. There's just there'd be high tension in that team, and there always has been. So it's going to be see, it's going to be interesting. Jack Dillon's their test driver and has been for the last couple of years. We'll continue with that. So we'll see if he comes into the fold in um, in the next couple of years because he um, would just if, inject such young youth yeah. and enthusiasm, something different into that team. Yeah, maybe they need something. Different. Two very similar drivers, Ocon and Gasly. Like, yeah. just need something a bit different. So, I mean, it's not like also we're going to touch on MotoGP in the ne- in our next show, but. You, it's good having two different ways of doing things and then yeah and then because they can help develop in different yeah, ways but maybe get right. to the same end point yeah. but in two different ways yeah exactly yeah. right yeah, you got two guys with the same mindset you always have to have I think someone with that ability to play second fiddle yeah mm. yeah you know like a Barrichello or yeah it's, uh, I mean, guys like that that are yeah. happy to take that back seat and just play wingman let Michael pass for the championship (laughs) (laughs) unless you've got one unless you've got a dominate a dominant car it's very hard to have two main drivers correct yeah just in anything I think yeah Yeah. exactly yeah Um, it was does it mean that Alpine feel like they flew under the radar though the whole year I feel like they hardly got spoke about at all unless they collided into each other that's right it was the only time they got press yeah well yeah I mean I think like the the you know, 13th and 14th, 15th to the last on the grid. You just don't hear too much of it throughout the race weekend. So, yeah. But yeah, they, there was one surprise in the sprint race. Yep. As you alluded to. Um, but they didn't really do much else. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Like I so said, they had a podium each. And that was about it. You know, nothing. They didn't set the world on, on fire in terms of qualifying. Uh, Ocon had a third, like a start from third. Gasly start from fourth. Nothing higher than that. So... Mm. Yeah, it was really interesting this year with different tracks how different cars performed, and I don't remember seeing that in Formula One to quite to how drastic it was. Like you looked at the Red Bull being dominant all through the season, and then was terrible in Singapore. Yeah, yeah just you couldn't hack it. At yeah, all. you looked at Ferrari in in some races. I think it's got to do with weather and humidity and track temp and all sorts temperature, of things. Temperature, yeah, like just, McLaren. Yeah, just those that the tire that tire temperature is just so important, and that's what cost Mercedes from the sounds of it. Um, but we'll see what happens next year. It just seems like it's such a fine line. Yeah, yeah I think it definitely it was, is. Silverstone, was it? Where it was cold temperatures yeah. and the McLarens, they had their upgrades as well, yeah. but they were flying, you know, so... And you see teams like the Williams, they do struggle with just the car just doesn't nurse its tyres, so those, no, you know, right. colder conditions, uh, they perform so much better in because it's just the tyres, the tyres are so important, so... Yeah. Um, Favourite moments of the year I've got down, guys. And I've got a few to talk about. Uh, obviously, I think Singapore, for me, was one of those unique events where I was away in Bali watching it. And 
I was pissed. No, <laughs> no commentary in a bar, but it was such a good time. And um, it was probably one of the races of the season as well. Seeing the Ferrari out there, and I think Signs winning was was pretty cool. Yeah, um, he's playing a bit of tag team with Lando as well in that race. Mm. They were trying to keep those two Mercedes yes. behind. And then obviously George Russell doing his oh, throwing into the wall, throwing into right, the wall. Yeah. So. For me, that was one of my favorite races of the season. Couldn't tell you what really happened apart from that, yeah, but, but really enjoyed it. Melbourne, going back to the start of the season, and as we said before, like how long the season is, Melbourne was a crazy race. Three restarts, yeah. three red yeah, flags. Man. Long day. And yeah. <laughs> get this for a, a podium. Max, Hamilton, Hamilton Alonso. Yeah. Like yeah. three generations. That's you got crazy. the young punk world champion. You got the... the the former top kid, and then you got the old statesman, all yeah, world champions, right. you know? So I thought that was really cool. And I actually didn't even remember that looking back at the stats. So that was um, that was pretty amazing. What was your favorite moment of the year, James? Oh, for me, I think it wasn't, it was the weekend of Vegas. Yep. I think that just created so much intrigue, and I loved all of it. I loved talking about it. I yeah. loved everyone's opinions, um, good or bad. I thought that was great. Um, just how maybe loose it was as well, like going into 2, 3 a.m. when they were driving, the manhole cover came up, yeah. all the stuff coming out with the casinos. Um, but it ended up being an amazing event. Amazing event. Um, the race was incredible. I loved how it was low grip as well. Yeah. Um, the cold conditions. Um, it was a spectacle going down the strip of Vegas. Like, how cool is that? Um, yeah. I, I think I, it was a success. I totally agree. And I loved how you said the the negative press it got as well because I yeah. we, we touched that on that a lot and I was like man they're going down the street of Vegas I mean yeah. like what are we fucking complaining about that's just a typical fucking generation though we love complaining about everything yeah, like yeah, if yeah, that happened exactly. in the 80s no one would say shit no, you know? bad night. It's all right. so it's just the generation that we live in now but what, a, what an event what a spectacle as you said and I can't wait for it I can't yeah. wait for it next year and next year it'll be bigger and be better, better again yeah they're just gonna fix all those issues um, as, as as I've always said it's always a trial on those first ones but yeah it was great. It was a great race. Verstappen great race. didn't yeah, have it his own way. Yep. Um, he had to catch uh, Charles right at the end. Correct. And With then, a broken front wing. Yeah, that's right. And then I think he got pipped by... Um, Perez got pipped for second. In the second like last, last corner. Second last corner. So it was a great race. Yeah. And it was a real driver's race by Verstappen. Yeah. Because he had a broken front wing. He had to really work we really for had, it. Yeah, really had to push for it. You know, so... I oh, know. And then Perez passed... Leclerc and we thought oh Perez is out yeah, yeah, and then right. Leclerc yeah. repassed like Perez a very like, unformula one thing yeah. Yeah. yeah it was um, it was super cool really yeah it was it. awesome and that great crash by Lando as well yeah. oh yeah that was quick yeah that was very that was um, that was full on yeah well, crazy as couldn't believe that what about you Daniel uh, I'm gonna save the Australian race only cause I was there I yep. think like the whole day for me like it was a fun day bar the three freaking restarts and yeah, they're going to have one. Like, I remember the security guy going, like, oh, you're going to have one more lap, one more lap. It's like, and they just fucking dawdled past. And it's like, all right, there's a checkered flag. Like, <laughs> but post-race, the scenes were amazing. Yeah. So, for me, that was my memorable thing. I was right up there at the podium. And I'm like, fucking how good is this? Like, I think they got in trouble for the fans coming on the circuit. Uh, they quickly. came on a lap early. Yeah. And then people were scaling the <laughs> the pit fence, the pit wall. Yeah, yeah. And sitting on top, watching the podium and stuff. And it was unreal, like... It was crazy scenes. 
Did you so chockers? Did you go down the Ligon Street with all the other Guidos uh, afterwards? No, 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 no Ferraris on Ligon Street. No. They didn't perform, so <laughs> so no one was there. But kept them tucked away in the garages and stuff. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Not a couple of macchiatos. No, 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 no. After the Singapore GP, but different story. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Ferrari, they're like uh, like the Essen supporters come out of their little cave when they start winning. You know? That's interesting. Interesting. <laughs> but yeah that was definitely definitely highlight um yeah for me that was that yeah was another sure. another race for me was zanvort that and i think we touched on it earlier but like the rain coming in yeah. at the start of the race and bucketed down and then you know the cream rises to the top yeah. the staff and does the right strategy wins another one so changeable conditions changeable conditions the they always it always brings interesting results yeah the other other thing for me and Again, probably something that we've forgotten about was Piastri's P2 qualifying lap in Suzuka. I was literally just about to say another one for me was Suzuka because we were all watching in here together. Yeah, and yeah. Um, just that pole lap and like to pull it out of the bag at the probably the driver's track of all mm. driver's tracks. To him pull it out of the bag, I think Verstappen had pole by seven tenths, but well, what's yeah, the, you, you, that lap of Verstappen's in that oh. race as well was fucking insane yeah. rewatch that it's like the closest thing to perfection you've yeah, ever yeah, seen in your life perfection. Uh, but the driver's track first time there in a, in a first time there in an F1 car to put it P2 just incredible incredible result even his sprint victory was amazing yeah in like, Qatar yeah you know again unnoticed like stuff all said about it and he yeah. got second of a sprint or something in Spa wasn't it was yeah, it yeah. Yep. yeah as well so it's like Dude's the kid been can holding drive, trophies. man. Like, yeah. Oh, no. God, yeah. Yeah, he can drive. He can really drive. And that's a track. That's a man's track as well. It's fucking yeah. spa. That's not for the weak-minded, that. God, no. It ain't guitar, that's for sure. Guys, thanks for listening into the pod. Just a quick one. Jump on our website. We're going to throw the link down here. Check out all of our new air fresheners, all of our tees, all of our accessories. Keep an eye out on all of our socials for all of our new drops. We've got some really special stuff coming and some really cool guests too. Keep on listening in. Keep on showing us all the love and support. We really appreciate you guys. Back to the pod. But no, we'll see what happens. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually got a hill. <laughs> Undulation. So who's under pressure for for 2024? I think you'd have to say Lance Stroll and Checo Perez, wouldn't you? Like, yeah. You'd have to just... Everyone that they've been saying this year that was under pressure anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean there's a lot of people on that list. I think you're de- you, you're spot on there, Perez. I I don't see him lasting any longer than than another year. No, I both the so. Alpine boys. Mm. Like mm. that's going to be a struggle. Well, they do they only want French people in there. They uh, are they doing a VR46 Academy? They only want their own kind in there. Well, what's going on? <laughs> that's almost racism. Though, <laughs> yeah, right? it is. It's yeah, it is. It Backhanded is. racism. Yeah, we're gonna storm their pit garage in Albert Park. <laughs> Just put a little, uh, you know, what are they saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, be careful. Pencil mustache. <laughs> yeah, they actually really draw out that mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to the Mercedes pits. <laughs> be careful with that mustache, mate. You go to jail for that mustache, yeah. I think. Yeah, keep that hand down, Mop. Yeah, about bad. But, oh, God. <laughs> You've cooked me. But, yeah, I think those two for sure, like, they would have to be, especially Checo. You got, like you said, you got Lawson that's trying to break in. Yeah, he's trying to get a yeah. seat. Ricardo you know, wanting to come come up to the Red Bull seat. He's come out publicly during the week and said, "That's where I want to finish my career." Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but you know, you know, who knows if they're going to make a play at anyone else? Yeah, you know, there's there's so many different. You yeah, know, we can throw so much shit at a wall. 
I had Perez as well, but you know what? Everyone should be saying Yuki Tsunoda, mm. as we've just spoken about. Like, he should be under pressure. He just doesn't seem to be, though. He'll, he, they invest a lot in him, don't they? Yeah. They like, like and he's a all, bit of a love child for Red Bull, I think. It seems to be. Has he done, Which any, is weird, has he done but anything? He hasn't done anything. He's no, in fourth I don't think place, he's done, I think, but, once. But he has, like, we've spoken about this before, but where's, like, you need a surprise podium, you need something. Yeah. I don't even, has he had. Like, has he lit the world on fire in qualifying? I don't think so. I don't think he's had Bro, anything. the best thing he ever did was, I think it was testing two years ago. His first ever test. <laughs> he got, like, fourth on the grid. And, like, fucking this guy, oh, he's an ex-Gate Gun. He's the next, you know, Jack Watts. And then he Jack does Watts. absolutely nothing. Like, uh, in Jack, typical Jack Watts fashion. Cleaned up on fucking Queen's birthday. <laughs> yeah, well... That's true. But I just... Yeah, I don't know what it is. I just don't... Like, I'm looking at his results going through, like, Formula 1. Like, his first season, his best result... Like, he had a sixth in Hungary. He had a fourth in Abu Dhabi. Okay? Hasn't fitch, finished... Since that Abu Dhabi race in 2021, has not finished higher than seventh. Okay? His highest position this year was eighth. He's gone from 32 points for his first season... 12 points in his second season, 17 points this season. He's done absolutely yeah, nothing. Yeah, that's, 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 that's actually gone backwards. Yeah. I just don't understand it. He should be under pressure. He's got this, they got the same engine as the Red Bull team. Maybe he'll come next year. Is his, is his contract up next year? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but still, you can't bloody wait that long, surely. You can't go backwards that much. Well, I don't know. You've got to be improving. You've got to be on the improve. And I think the Lawson thing for me, what came out coming out of this year, was just like I just couldn't believe he came in, and you know he should be a second ahead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He should not be made to be outperformed by the person that's never driven yeah. that car before, never driven a Formula three, One. Three court. Time, yeah, yeah, in anger. three times in a row. Yeah, that's just not on. Like, yeah, that's definitely a good point. Him being under pressure, that's for sure. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, as a, as we were touching on at the start, it was. It's an, it was an interesting, interesting season. I don't think as obviously dramatized as what you know your twenty twenty one or probably even your twenty twenty two was, mm. but still some unbelievable races throughout the year. Mm. And I'm really looking forward to next season. I think it's going to be really close. Yeah, I hope, I hope so. so. A lot of people are saying it's still going to be another Red Bull domination, but I just don't see it happening. I don't see Mercedes not winning, not coming to the party. Uh, Dandy last week said, yes, we expect Max to probably win 10 races of the season. Yes, who's going to... The other 13 races, who's going to be in the mix? That be, that might be the issue. If if Ferrari and, and Mercedes both... I was just about to say, if everyone's so close, they're going to steal points off each yeah. other. Yeah. That's that's where they're... You know, someone comes in and swoops up a championship. Yeah. You know, and now with that experience, three-time world champion, it's not like when he was when he first came in. Yeah. He's just throwing caution to the wind. He's collected now like mm. he will just take those mm. points and you know wait for them to make their mistakes sort of like what Hamilton d- does you know wait for the mistake yeah. in front of him and then pounce on it and go that's mm. it so I think that's where they'll, that's where everyone else will come undone what's with Red Bull Dot they haven't is it they haven't started developing the, they have stopped developing their car like two thirds of the way through the season yeah. for, for the next, next year so they're still going to have a ridiculously good car and I don't know, man. I can still see something similar. I'm okay. Honest. Two yeah. years in a row. Yeah. This is a big haul. I want the I want your top three predictions for next year, James. Uh, it is going to be 
Um, obviously, Max Verstappen. Um, seconds, I think, McLaren of Lando Norris. And third wow. is going to be Hamilton. Okay. Yeah. That's my... I think I think McLaren's going to take a big step forward. Okay. Yeah. And I think Ferrari's just going to... Be there, be, be there, there or thereabouts. Yeah. And have a good race every yeah. four races. Yeah. But I think McLaren's got a lot of momentum going in 2024. Um, Lando's supposed to be the man up for it. So I think he should be the one to do it. Um, but I just don't see anyone stopping Verstappen. You know, they might steal maybe a couple of extra wins away. I still reckon he's going to win 70% of the races. Yeah, it's hard to look past him. Like, look at Mercedes and their dominant years. That's a good point. How many races do they win each season? Yeah. You know? He's only... This is his first dominant, dominant year. I guess, maybe second. But I just can't see... I can't see... Until there's a big rule change, what's happening in, what, 2026 or whatever it is? Yep. I think it's going to be more of the same for the next couple of years. The other interesting fact that's come out in the last couple of weeks is they can't start developing their 2026 car until the start of 25. Yeah. So I think there's going to be a lot of money thrown at next season to win the championship because they're going to allocate all their cash to that season. And then 2025 is really going to be limbo because they're all going to be thinking about 2026. Huge development, different engines, different cars, less downforce again. And then that will lead the generation to into the 2030s. So, yeah, that's my... This year, next year will be an amazing year for F- F1. I think Max will still win the championship. Hamilton and him will be neck and neck all season. God. Oof. That's a big goal. Yeah. That'd be so good to see again. Yeah. And I think... It'd be think, great. And I think George Russell will finish third. Nah. I think there's going to be a lot of races. Mercedes that good, huh? Yep. I think there's going to be a lot of races that... Crystal balls come out, I think. Yeah. Far out. It's been... It's been way too long, man. four months. Yeah, where's your, where's your crystal balls been? Oh, well, bro. Pack Marquez, them. I mean... I Packed them away. He retired it after yeah, that. Yeah. That, that, was it. that was just an amazing call. Um, incredible call. Uh, Caroline Wilson called that one. <laughs> um, that's my prediction. And I think the Mercedes will, will bully Verstappen throughout the year and pit, pit stopping early. And there'll be a lot of strategic things happening. But yeah, I mean... We'll see. That, and that's going to make it exciting for me because you know that I I love to hate someone as well. Well, this is the thing. We've been, we are watching um, Abu Dhabi uh, when we're in the sunny coast and um, Verstappen got out in the lead and Tom's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, and he's the biggest Verstappen, Verstappen fan of out. them all. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Vegas was so good because it showed how, how good he is. You yeah. Know, coming through the pack. So he should just start from 20th every race and then we'll see what happens. I think you still trump the field. He'll do it easy. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Daniel? Loose predictions. Max. I think Ferrari's going to come to the party next year. Oh, <laughs> of course. Italians. <laughs> he paid to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pino's actually got a gun. Gun. <laughs> yeah. At him. Yeah. The crew chief Frederick over there. You just fucking slip me a few. <laughs> I'm gonna um. I'm gonna do this so you can have a good clip next year. Ferrari will be shit house next year. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's fine. Just early predictions, bro. I'll get the timing sheets and all that, and we'll go through it a bit later. <laughs> really dissect it and an- analyze well, it. Well, true. And and please, we're gonna have a, a pre-season yeah. preview. Yeah. Probably around mid-February, I would say, yeah. before the um actually maybe after the Bahrain test test 
Yeah. Bahrain test is the 21st to the 23rd of Feb. So. And that'll, oh, be, a two, just that'll be a two-parter as well. Yeah. One solely for F1. Yeah. One for GP. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I think obviously Max... I can't see anyone dethroning Max. Yeah. I think he'll... Yeah. Over 10 race wins. I think Charles second. And then Checo third. Checo third. Oh, God. Completely different. Okay. So no, no Mercs. No. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a. No. I feel like it's. It's, it's easy, so hard to call. It's 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 easy to call as in I feel like okay it's going to be Verstappen, but for the rest, yeah, it's like the best of the rest is, is so up in the air and it really could go either way. But Ferrari need to get this shit together. Hopefully. Yeah, I hope so as well. It's best for the sport. Absolutely, it's not like the sport it needs it at, any, at, at the moment anyway, but. No. Yeah, but just think yeah. of how much it'll propel it if it happens oh, if something I happens. I know. That'd it's, be huge. And I'm not saying that because I'm Italian and it's Ferrari. Like, is, is Ferrari's it, like the Repsol Honda. Like, yeah, it is. Ferrari is F1. It, it is the team. Like, you said Ferrari. So Charles or Charles second. Is he mentally up for it yet? This is this has always been the talking point. That's he probably lacks that. When it comes, it comes to a dog fight. Yeah, I think he probably lacks that mentality of someone like a Verstappen or Hamilton or Because Verstappen's Alonso. ice cold. Yeah, I think he probably lacks that. And that's what's going to cost him a championship. That's why I don't think he'll win one. Because you need... Like, but yeah. if you're putting it purely on skill, he's one of the best drivers. I, I if, if, totally if, if not, Look what he did best. on the Sauber. That's what I mean. Like, the kid can drive. Yeah. yeah. I've always loved the way he drive ever since he came in. Me too. I, I saw... I mean, everyone did, but he, what he did on that Sauber, he was finishing 7th every yeah. race where his teammate was like 15th, 16th. And that's the difference. Sony Ericsson over there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sony Ericsson's not, no slouch either. So, yeah, I totally agree. And he's up there with Verstappen talent-wise. Raw talent Oh, man, absolutely. He's so talented, it's not funny, but yeah. I think he comes unstuck in his own head. That race in mm. Monza when he won oh. home crowd on those old Dude. tires was probably the one of the best performances I've ever seen. Yeah, that, that was might be my take me to, uh, throw <laughs> back. Take me back. Throw back. Throw back. back. That be my, my my throwback when we have nothing to talk about in January. Yeah, <laughs> might be tearing up. I reckon that. Oh, one. that was amazing. It Can wasn't. We, no, it wasn't twenty twenty one Abu Dhabi amazing when when he's flowing, but it was um it was up there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel sorry for Charles though because he's had so much bad luck. He's kind of been fucked over. He had that like power steering issue, whatever it was, in um, Brazil. Remember, he went out on the warm up lap. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he put on pole in Monaco, and his car, yeah. his car parked fucked up. That was partly his, fu- his fault though. He, cr- he crashed in qualifying. Yeah, I was gonna say he crashed at the end of qualifying anyway. He's you got mm. sometimes you got to make your own luck. So. so he's got a curse there too, man. Mm. He, yeah, he crashed with uh, louder's Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He crashed at Monaco. You can't yeah. like drive there. It's crazy. But, I hope he does well. I hope he does well because he's a good poster boy for Ferrari. I'd love I think to see a good Ferrari. poster boy for F one. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Well, we we sell a little air fresheners, and he's he's second best selling after Ricardo. Yeah, yeah. So more than Verstappen, you yeah. know, more than the rest of them. So on air fresheners, we have got some new ones. We'll tease some new ones coming in. Yes, we've got some cla- a bit of a classic F one driver yeah. uh, category coming through. So yeah. uh, as James would say. Uh, uh, watch this space. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. With the emoji. <laughs> James's favourite. Yeah, it's head of social media. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, thanks, boys. It was good. 
Um, happy with that. So yeah, awesome man. Let's um, let's look forward to the season. Yeah, very excited. Yeah, thanks. Beautiful. See you. Bye.